Well, hello, and welcome to the Fisher Poetry Podcast, a showcase of prose, poetry, and song written and performed by those in the commercial fishing community. Mostly. I'm your host, Brad. Thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is from the 2023 Fisher Poetry Gathering in Astoria, Oregon. You'll be hearing from Fisher Poets Joel Miller of Portland, Oregon, Carrie Jones of Eugene, Oregon, and the Beerman Creek String Band of Astoria, Oregon. This set was recorded at the 1015 Theater on Saturday, February 25th, 2023. So, without further ado, here's the show. Start to my, my set, and I'll stop talking, um, and then I'll I'll change gears and I'll, I'll sing an actual full song. But I'm just going to sing a little something here that I'm I'm just kind of working on. Visible to me, there is a strand. Can't be broken, echoed in your birth, in the well song, in the ocean. You are my brother's brother, there is no other blood.
That'll be a song someday. A little bit of a feeling right now. I'm going to tune down real quick, then we'll just get cranking. song is called Shelikoff. Um, a lot of the fishing I did was, was along the Shelikoff and between the mainland and Kodiak. Uh, it's a strait. That's where all your weather, all your fish, and kind of everything relies on what's going on with the Shelikoff. Um, and uh, the Cape Kuliuk was very close to where I, I was living on this bear refuge, prominent mound. And I would sit on these steps and, um, and watch these clouds form on the Cape and then dissipate and reflect on why I was there, um, how young I was, uh, how much I had to learn, what I had already lost in my life. And um, it was a beautiful, beautiful moment for me to sit there and meditate on those clouds and realize that I had to be there in that moment um, and I had to be attentive uh, to capture that. And uh, it was beautiful, so I wrote this song about that. Um, and there was these um, there was these elk on this island and, and the fog would hold all the island in except for the first 20 or 30 feet and you'd see these elk at sunrise and it was one of the only things you'd really see uh, moving but beyond the boat that you were on and uh, it was really meaningful to me just to kind of connect with those elk, look to see if they were there when we were fishing back and forth, back and forth. Shell a call When you came calling I was nowhere near Wandering with Fate beside me, hoping it was clear. And from my home in Oregon, metal arcing fur drawn upon this ancient ocean. of gold and green. 
so much appreciate it um, man what a, what an awesome night I've got my partner I got my daughter I got my sister I've got other family out there I love you all so um, I read this book a few years ago called in the heart of the sea Nathaniel Philbrick they kind of made a cheesy movie about it which bummed me out but um, I wrote a song and I said, this song should be the song for the movie, not some other song. But they didn't think that. So it never made it. I'm still work, normal job. Um, but um, anyways, I read this book, and I was just captured by the intensity of this whale fishery out of Nantucket, the 1800s. And one of the perspectives is from a, a boy, a teenager. And they would leave and come back years later in their their, their fathers, they would follow their fathers and their grandfathers in the footsteps of whalers 
leaving for years, some of them never coming back, some of them coming, leaving boys and coming back hardened men. And the, 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 the descriptions of what it was like to survive on a, on a whale ship, period, just to survive, are, are just humbling and incredible. But this story is kind of where Moby Dick came from. It's a true story. These guys went out in Nantucket, went further and further and further as they were depleting the sperm whale pods, and, um, and they ended up getting rammed by a very large, pissed-off sperm whale. Um, rightfully so, and in their story, uh, most of them starved to death, um, and, and they spent a long time at sea, but they were rescued, some of them, um, and, uh, and that's where Moby Dick came from, um, some, some of the, the excerpts of this. Um, but anyways, it just really moved me, so this is from a 14-year-old's perspective, what it's like as a whaler. Thank you. I'm deplored. I spent time in the belly of an old sperm whale and he crushed our ship with a swap of his tail. 93 days at sea in a skiff, that which I remember I wish I would forget. Mother no more 
Gentlemen, that was Joel Miller. Yeah, the water runs deep. Next up, we got Carrie Jones, who started fishing out of Petersburg a long time ago, and uh, right out of high school practically, and been fishing, uh, where'd you say, up at King Cove, right? King Cove. Yeah, yeah, ever since. Uh, he's been been just a little while at doing this. And uh, fishing with uh, a lifelong buddy and Pete Schomburg. Yeah, on the Equinox. And um, so here we are. The man with the, uh, the most innovative instrument award. <laughs> All right, Kerry Jones. Shouldn't be nervous, but you know how it is. We are so glad to be back. Yes, we are. So glad to be here, aren't we all? Hey, you in the back. Hey, you guys. Look up here. See these people waving their arms if there's a chair next to you? Come on up. to do all that while he was talking, but I guess I get to be here. I should ask you for a hand on this. long time ago with my friend Pete that I've known since I was 11. Family, friends, used to be there a lot. Did all this stuff, high school and after, and then went fishing, and then, then I ended up fishing with Pete. So cool. Um, Give me that white 
PVC. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Small part. Okay. So the captain's daughter fished on board with us for 10 years and, until she got smart and got off with another job. And uh, she got pretty good. Um, you know, it wasn't that way at the beginning, but um, after a decade, she got pretty, she got pretty all right. So I, I, I did this um, as for her uh, going away dinner we had on the deck, you know, right at the end of the season after she had quit. Not sure where I want everything yet. And yeah, I embellished it a little bit, but that's okay. Ode to Cat. The ring fell straight from the power block, cracked her right in the head. Anyone of less stature would have most likely been dead. Didn't seem to phase her, though there was a tear. That gal stood strong on deck and never let go of the gear. And when the net is torn asunder, she sees which way is right. And her needle really flies through the meshes so we won't be up all night. Not afraid to climb the rigging, tools gripped in her teeth. Like a pirate with his eye on your throat, She'll take care of it nice and neat. Once we learned she kickboxed, we never gave her a hard time. And if we knew if she left the boat, and if she left the boat alone, we knew she'd be just fine. Some drunk horn dog steps over the line, he'd be wise to just take flight. Because if he lays on hand on her, she'll take out his lights. When it comes time for dinner, we knew we were in for a treat. Thanks to her training in culinary school, it was more than just potatoes and meat. No, she doesn't need a job on your boat. You can't hire her away. She's home here on our boat. On our boat, she's going to stay. Okay, let's go find a whale. So, I don't know how many of you know or don't know that purse seining is a is a long net stretched out. The power block or the power skiff taking one end and the boat taking the other till there's this big arc and fish and net hanging down. The fish come along and hit it and they come over here and they start swimming around in a circle. I'm going the wrong way. And then when it's time to close up, the cap says close up and the skiff comes away from the beach and now we've got this cylinder hanging in the water. Usually we'd purse it up and then the power block hauls the net and dumps it on deck.
It's called, I Never Heard the Whale's Song. I never heard the whale song as we set out the gear. Just the rattling sound of diesel from the skiff's John Deere. Didn't see the whale in the time before we set, but there he took a breath and was now headed for our net. <laughs> Didn't feel it hit the net. Didn't see the corks go down, so I was hoping that whale had gone around. Been long enough, close up, Cap said. It must have passed us by. And as soon as we did, that whale rose up and gave us the old stink eye. He rose up real slow. Till his eye was above the drink. He glared at us for a long while. Plainly, we were the ones that stink. We opened up a space between both ends. I was towing the boat away to make that whale my friend. The crew reefed on the net. Power blocks spun like mad. Captain wanted no regrets, because mending would be bad. There was a fear that he may charge and spoil everybody's day. But that cool old guy stood by while we hauled to get out of his way. A young punk whale might have powered through. Most likely, a sure bet. But this old guy, he was cool. We didn't have to fret. It's good to work with experience. This whale was really old school. And everybody knows the best way is to play by the golden rule. Never saw that whale again after him giving us the eye. Kind of hoped he'd flip his tail so I could wave goodbye. Two thoughts crossed my mind. I'm glad it didn't go wrong. And I wondered, what was he saying? I never heard the whale's song. Thank you. Everybody that's been on, well, working with any crew, you kind of know how this is. The ups and the downs and the ups. Sometimes. Sometimes we fall down, we smash into things and hang on. Barely. Sometimes it's not that easy. 
sometimes it's cold and it seems you can't get enough clothes on. Sometimes the blowing rain and ice really hurt. Sometimes it's a challenge to make the body work right. Getting up in the morning, hands like clubs, numb, unfeeling. Sometimes the Charlie horse in your leg gets you up and you pace the galley, so ready for it to stop. Sometimes it's trying your patience to work on deck with those you have to work with. Sometimes you're pressed to keep your cool because the greenhorn doesn't think they have to do their job. Sometimes they just don't get it. Sometimes you work well together, even when you don't like each other, because, well, that's what you do as a deckhand. Sometimes it works really well, and you feel close to the person that you work with on, a, on deck. I'm sorry, you feel closest to the person you work with, um, Sometimes it works really well and you feel close to the person you work with on deck, the closest you've felt with someone in life, at least for a while. Sometimes the big plans for a great season end up a broker. Sometimes you don't know why you're there. Sometimes it's the biggest run in history. Then you remember, sometimes it's the greatest place to be. on his boat with cousins, well, it would have been like my cousin, and nephews and nieces. Uh, his one daughter was on 10 years, the other one's been on a few. Uh, Nate was on for, the nephew was on for 17 years. Diane was, uh, worked in Antarctica on a research vessel in the winter. Um, nephew, his nephew, Nate, was gonna have a baby and he was going to go do that next season, be a dad. And uh, this is more family than crew. It's not just fishing that brought me there, or the checks that were more than fair. They were my forever fellow crew. We knew each other's thoughts, hardly had the talk. People in my life, that's the glue. Cat mended with quick hands, Diane's biscuits were so grand. And I'll sure miss her laughter too. 
The gear was always great, thanks to the deck boss BNA. And his singing really cleared out the blues. They were my brothers, mm -hmm. They were my sisters, mm -hmm. More family than crew. They've moved on now, mm -hmm. That era is gone now, mm -hmm. I'm left alone on the deck with the blues. We had lots of giant halls. Fish were wall to wall. Had a share of small ones too. You did your job so well, even when the seas were hell. I always knew I could count on you. They were my brothers, mm-hmm. They were my sisters, mm-hmm. More family than crew. They've moved on now, mm-hmm. That era is gone now, mm-hmm. I'm left alone on the deck with the blues. Antarctica calls Diane there, though we are still finding her hair. Cats cooking on dry land for a different crew. Josh was a deck ninja with no fuss, but a move he had to bust. He's now a captain with his own crew. Where'd you go, Nate? Nate, hold your newborn son in your arms away from all this harm. That's the place that you should be to be moved by his love that comes from above, not from the fury of the sea. They were my brothers, mm-hmm. They were my sisters, mm-hmm. More family than crew. They've moved on now, mm-hmm. That era is gone now, mm-hmm. I'm left alone on the deck with the blues. There'll be other crewmen there, and they'll haul the gear pretty fair. But they can't be as good as all of you. What we had was rare. It was, a, it was special. What we had was rare. You were deck mates extraordinaire. It won't be the same without you. They were my brothers. Mm -hmm. They were my sisters. Mm -hmm. More family than crew. They've moved on now. Mm -hmm. That era is gone now. Mm -hmm. I'm left alone on the deck with the blues. They've moved on now. Mm -hmm. That era is gone now. Mm -hmm. I'm left alone on the deck with the blues. Thank you. It's a joy to have you here with me. Thank you. That was Carrie Jones.
Thank you for, for bringing that. Love that whale. And uh, next up, we have the Beerman String Band. And uh, so, you got, you got your whole crew here? Beerman Creek. Beerman Creek? Yes. Beerman Creek String Band. Okay, good. Yeah, so this Beerman Creek from Seaside. T tell me about the band. Ah, uh, yes, well, uh, for many years, uh, well, I mean, here. got me here, yeah. No, he's got me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Nick for doing the sound up there, by the way. Yeah, you bet. Did a great job. Nick is doing a great job, yeah. Well, the band uh, started back in the 70s um, with uh, Knox Swanson here, the guitar player, just coming on stage. Uh, he lives on Bearman Creek still to this day. Good. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing. Thanks yeah. for coming. Uh, David Crabtree on fiddle and banjo. He fished a lot um, out of here, Garibaldi, and up in Alaska did midwater trawling, but also uh, f did the shrimp fishery out of Garibaldi. And uh, Joseph Stevenson has done some uh, tuna fishing out of here on a wooden boat. Where was that actually, Joseph? Far out, it didn't matter. Far out, so far out, it didn't matter. I, I fished out of here doing uh, some of the most terrible fishing, which is the bottom dragging. When I, that was my first uh, in my career. I also salmon trolled out of here and up in Sitka. Okay. And uh, and now I count fish for a living. For Noah, we're counting the fish here in the river. Thanks for all being uh, patient with us as we uh, try to get organized. But. I'm not even sure how we got here. Um, we, I'm not sure if we actually play uh, fish, fishing songs per se, but um, we do play some songs that involve water and boats and things like that, so I guess we get a pass. Thanks, Nick. This mandolin was made by a friend of mine. He salvaged some dockwood up there in Tacoma. It's made out of Alaska yellow cedar. It's a super old wood. Well, thank you, Joseph. We're going to play, uh, the first tune is the Hawks and the Eagles. How's that going, man? Are you ready? 
sousing hawks and eagles Throw a little bread, make those seagulls fly Down south, see the hawks and eagles Throw a little bread, make those seagulls fly because the speakers are facing that way. <laughs> Stand closer to the speakers. I don't know, that would be weird. This next tune, uh, Knox is going to sing us a song about waves on the sea. This, uh, our, our next number, yeah. Waves on the sea, and it tells a story of... Gotta get uh, next to that mic. I guess I got it close to this mic. All right. Um, anyway, it's... Uh, talks about uh, sinking ships and uh, infidelity and child abuse and all kinds of things. Okay. Okay, so a five and a four and a one and a two. Start me out. There's yeah, the way.
to a more of a modern old-time song called The Galley Gal. Robbed him of silver, 
she robbed him of gold. She robbed him of costly wares. Then she took his broward sword instead of an oar. And she paddled her way to the shore, shore, shore. She paddled her way to the shore. Me men must be crazy. Me men must be bad. Me men must be deep in despair. For the maiden made away from a cabin so gay. And I don't have a maid on the shore. Shore, shore. everybody leaves or 10:30, whatever comes first um so uh Knox is going to sing this little song about holding the wood pile down that's what happens when uh your better half or your other half or goes fishing somebody's got to hold the wood pile down at home because 
You know, I think the song's actually about moonshine. Moonshine? Well, there's yeah, that, we, too. We're not what sure. do you hide in your woodpile, anyway? Well, that's the thing. We're not sure if the woodpile is supposedly hiding some of the product or if it's actually being used as fuel to make the product. So it's sort of unknown.
Well, the story on that, that mandolin, I was working up in Alaska, fishing out of Sitka, and um, I finally was making enough money. So I sent some money to out of Sitka to start paying for that mandolin, and then Crabbo, at the same time, he was uh, working up in the Bering Sea, and uh, he, exact same time, around the same, in the same season, he sent money to have that guitar made that uh, Ken, White. Ken White made, and they were both made in the same building at the same time, but we didn't, we didn't know, because we were, and we, we both lived at the same, our homestead was here in Astoria, and we uh, subletted, you know, our place out. It was a little old farmhouse that John England, um, you know, has England Marine. He was our landlord. And, uh, well, some, some of the people that we let sublet, they grew some pot there, you see, and John didn't really like that. So that kind of blew it for us, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that was we were just trying to, we were just... Just trying to smoke it all in a hurry. So we're gonna play this old tune, uh, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. I think it was uh, might have been about a railroad train, but and then uh, right into this other waterbound song.
just got a couple more we want to share with you. This next one is a little tune about Clatsop County getting caught down here in the water. No way of knowing. And then the next tune after that, we're going to do this little tune about Westport, the Westport gals, uh, which became famous here on the radio. You might, if you listen to the AM radio, we, we did this ad for the Fort George Brewery that has this tune. Tonight. Give me five dollars if you come out tonight. Give me five dollars if you come out tonight. Dance by the light of the moon. 
Give me a crabbo to get his fiddle out. I think we're going to play some double fiddles here on these fiddle tunes. We used to play a lot down at uh, Bill's Tavern in Cannon Beach back in the old days. Before it turned into William's Tavern, right? Yeah. And the, well, the Columbia Tavern, too. That was before. Where the old Finnish Hall is right now in Astoria, right down below. It was a great little tavern we used to play at. They used to dance on the bar. At least Roger McCabe did that. Yeah. Give us some taters. trying to get out of here, but when we first started doing the Fisher Poets, we used to finish up at the Wet Dog and play for an hour or so, but I guess now they got us doing this slot, which is great. It's really great to hear this, the, some of the poetry and the acts. Uh, you want to hear a song about a whale that got away? Yeah. Yeah, Ray wants to hear that. And then we'll play one more fast fiddle tune. And the Mason's Apron. Would you rather do that one first? Or no. Do this one? Okay, this is one I learned in Maine when I was back in Maine there. Maniac. 
see you next year. Yeah. That was Fisher Poets Joel Miller, Carrie Jones, and the Beerman Creek String Band, recorded at the 1015 Theater in Astoria, Oregon, on Saturday, February 25th, 2023. Well, that's it. This one's in the tote. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is written and produced by Brad Wartman. The theme music for this episode is courtesy of Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole. If you'd like to appear on or have comments about the show, please send an email to thefisherpoetryarchive at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to haul the latest episodes into your net. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is available via our podcast host, Spotify, as well as Apple, Google, and Amazon. You can listen to our other podcast episodes, watch our YouTube videos, and join our community by going to thefisherpoetryarchive.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Come all young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. Blow ye winds westerly, westerly blow. We're bound to the southern, so steady she goes. <laughs>